It's that time. Welcome to another episode of Little Talks, your weekly dose of marketing news and insights from Littlefield Agency. Clap. Should we clap? Thank you, Brenda. Brandon, there's your clap. There's our clap. Joint clap. We're back, baby. Yeah. Welcome to a, another wonderful edition of Little Talks. Brenda, thank you for a great intro. Oh, we're doing it one more time. Yeah. Look at the elbow. What'd you do to the elbow? Oh, look at the elbow. Ready? Oh. Clap. Clap. Oh, there's form to it. Okay. Yeah. Brandon, do you still use these claps? You do? He's nodding yes. Are I wonder- the video? I forget. Yeah, they make it. I think so. He, it depends on how he cuts it. But also, I, ch- oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was curious with all of our AI technology if the robots still needed a, a, a cue point, mm-hmm. and it sounds like they do. It's a fair point. I think even if we get to that stage where they know the cue point, we still clap. It. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a tradition at this point. You know what's not a tradition? Our setup. No, it changes a little bit every week. I really like this setup. Yeah. If you're listening and not watching, um, there's a table that we sit at and you a background. Got the podcast yeah, wall. Two or three cameras. There's three cameras in here, and, and Brandon every week kind of reimagines how the layout is, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, should we should we talk about what might happen? Oh, dude. Let's yeah. save that. We're going to save that? Let's okay. save that. We, Just for the we, sake we of have, i got to get back numbers. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have ran, fairly we have big plans for the podcast. <laughs> fairly big studio news that we're going to hold on to for a little Thanks. bit. <laughs> fairly big. <laughs> Barry, if you're listening. Yeah. Barry, if you're listening. <laughs> get him to go to the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Hey, uh, big week. Yeah. A big week. We are um, five days away from Tara giving birth to our daughter. Brandon, insert fanfare here. I don't know who's more excited. I think we're both equally excited. Tara's ready to... I promise she's more excited. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're a trooper and we love you. And she's uh, she's been a patient person. I'm trying to be as patient as I can. She's We're just ready. We're excited to meet our daughter. And uh, she goes into, for those that are prayerful people, we would accept any prayers. Monday morning, she has surgery. There is a chance she comes, uh, has the baby early. But it's a very, very rare chance. So most likely Monday morning, uh, we will meet our daughter. So we're excited. Um, the unfortunate news for our listeners. Or fortunate. Or fortunate. <laughs> Actually, probably very fortunate. So instead of 52 podcasts this year, we're going to be doing 51. Because I'm out next week with baby. And you are in? New York. We're in Vegas. My wife and I are going on vacation. Insert yeah. New York music. Brandon. Brandon. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, can da, 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 da. Yeah, licensing be damned. That's pretty good timing. You're having a kid. It actually works out. Did you plan this two months ago? I planned this trip in January, yeah. I don't think you knew Tara's due date was May 15th. I did not. I did not. Or surgery date. Somehow I thought it. I thought her due date was in mid-March, late March, early April, mid-April. I've just thought it for two or three months that she was already due. Well, you guys are going to have a fabulous time in New York City. Yeah, we'll have a big time. Yeah, that'll be uh, just you and Carrie. Just us, yep. Nice. um, we'll be thinking of you and the new baby. Thank you, thank you. I Matt, Matt's sir. little sister. Very excited about that. I bet. Matt, does, Matt, he, does he know? Is he? he? He knows. I think. Uh, does he know the baby's coming out of tummy? Maybe not. <laughs> um, but one of our good friends, Jack and Liz, they just had their daughter last Monday, um, and it's super cool, right? We're kind of getting a glimpse of what our lives are about to be. We got to uh, meet their daughter last week and weekends, and we're like, okay, Matt, Matt, like that baby was in Liz's tummy, and now it's in the world. And he just kind of patterns it, baby. Mama laid the egg, the egg hatched, yes. and the baby came out. That's exactly right. Hey, I want to give a shout out. Uh, Sean Hubbard is in the house this morning and always love having our clients here at the agency. Um, they've got a couple back-to-back meetings, and then uh, he and I are doing a, a little golf extravaganza for a one-day invitational this afternoon, uh, which 
if the rain holds out, it should be a perfect day for it. Yeah, and we're sponsored by Southern Hills now, it looks like. Is that what's going on? I, you're wearing a Southern Hills hat. Southern Hills, if you would wave my dues this yeah, that would be great. shout out, that'd be great. By the way, last year, a year ago next week, was the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. A great thing for Tulsa, a great thing for Southern Hills. There's something and, happening uh, this weekend. The Live Golf Tour yeah. is here okay. at Cedar Ridge. I have a friend who's a, a produces golf for the um, Golf Channel who's in town. I haven't seen in a while. Cool. May, may see him tomorrow night. Can you run into some cool old friends? They do yeah, cool I have cool friends. Yeah. Okay, well, I have a, uh, a 9.30 call this morning. We are doing, um, shout out to Hillary Atkinson. We're doing part two of our Enneagram session. First one was really good. The first one was really good. She's a dynamite she, speaker. She's a hell of a speaker. She's so poised and just, she's very composed. And um, this session two really gets into how do we better communicate as an agency. We've made strides in the last, you know this, you've been here for 12 years. I mean, we made some really great strides, um, but I think it's just a good opportunity to come up to 30,000 feet and think through how do we better communicate uh, within departments, outside of departments, with our clients. So in Enneagram work, when we first did it, we've done it, I think we've had two times we've kind of redone it like this, the, but from the very first time that when I was here, we did it, it was, um, uh, I'd say it was a game changer. Like it really changed how we communicated and how we interacted with each other in a positive way. I think there's been enough new folks that didn't have the full Enneagram. We have a lot of new people. They're getting it now with Hillary, and she's great at it. So, like, and you know, I, I jotted down notes. Our first session was two weeks ago, and from it's an Enneagram for those that do not know. It's a, uh, one to nine. There's everyone is a mix of numbers, but you have a dominant number, like a personality uh, type. Roop's an eight. I'm a seven. Yeah. And um, and then you've got wings and all this stuff. And I won't get into the details, but I wrote notes on each number, just like, hey, here's when they're performing at the best. Here's good things to keep in mind when mm-hmm. when Roop is uh, uh, what down level eight. Down level, yeah. You know, he's having an off day. He's grumpy. Like, hey, how do I communicate with Roop and vice versa? Right when Sam is sporadic and crazy and is a lot so thank you (laughs) (laughs) but it it was a really good just like and i I hung it up right next to my door as i walk out so sometimes we walk into a meeting okay hey i'm in uh, rocco's one and i'm gonna look at this and see oh he's in a good mood today just yeah mindfulness yeah 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 it's not and i do the same uh mostly with chelsea (laughs) also one does she know um by the way we got to tell this story i can't help myself i'm sorry yeah Chelsea's performance. So we we gave her a shout out. Her uh, seven year anniversary was last week, and her performance evaluations today. Yeah. So I walk over this morning, and um, Brock had kind of given me a debrief on the her evaluation, and I, you know, just kiddingly go over and, oh, hey, Chelsea, are you nervous this morning? And she goes, what, what should I be nervous about? And I, oh, it's <laughs> it's your review today, and you know, Brock just debriefed me, and I mean, get ready, and she just smiles. And she goes, oh, no, I, I can't wait for my review because I can't wait to hear all of the awesome things that I've done over the last year. <laughs> like, what? Like, who approaches the review? And then she goes, oh, it's just going to be glowing. What? Well, And so I said, okay, I'm at this conversation, I'm walking away. What's, what's interesting about this is, is Sam tells me about this before the podcast because I happened to mention, you know, Chelsea's in a really good mood today. He goes, oh, I know why. <laughs> She's, she's in the best mood I think yeah. I've seen her in weeks. She is. I hope we can keep her in that mood because uh, it sounds like she may be standing in for you in two weeks. She's just, in two weeks, Chelsea will be leading the podcast with Roop. I think it's a great thing. It's probably going to be our most listened to podcast of the year, yeah. to be honest. Well, um, so Chelsea, prepare yourself. You're, I know you're not she, listening. but She doesn't know. But we also know your dad's probably listening. So John, if you text Chelsea. Tell her she's hosted in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. I'd prefer you to that would than be me. Great. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Okay, digital trends. You Let's do them. Topic one? Yeah, we got two today. Um, they're not in little bits, so if you follow along with little bits, they're, um, you know, what? Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Ah, Brandon, there you go, buddy. Yeah, ah. okay, hang on. Let's do it again. Topic number one. Okay, so these are not in little bits. These are just, these are ones we felt like we just wanted to break out and, and, and kind of sprinkle in here in the middle of the podcast. Um, we talk a lot about AI, and we use, we're starting to use AI a lot at the agency to uh, make ourselves better, faster, smarter, just like the $6 million man, all those. Do you ever watch $6 man? Do you know what that is, $6 million man? Okay, well, for, for the older folks, they'll get that. Um, but we're using it to make ourselves uh, stronger, and uh, one of the things that uh, it does is hallucinate. And so if you've ever heard the phrase, or you're, you're probably going to hear more about AI hallucinations, what it means... Deed. <laughs> Uh, could be. What it means is that the AI has potentially read something incorrect on the internet and repeated it. It's uh, it's just basically repeating. They don't know what it means. Like it, when they've kind of studied it and tried to track, well, let's find the source where this hallucination originated from. They can't really determine it. Um, Which is sketchy in my opinion. It is a little sketchy. <laughs> Scary. But, you know, it, it, it operates off of data that it finds or that it's fed. And um, you would assume that if it's making something up, it, there's a source for it. But I'll give you some, some kind of examples. Um, Google's Bard, which is the one that has the most problems. I was say, Bard not the most popular of out of Told the platforms. Wall Street Journal po- uh, columnist Ben Zimmer that Hans Jacobson, a linguist who never has existed, this is a made-up name, coined the term argumentative diphthongization. I can't pronounce it. Diphthongization. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> I had to read that 10 times. Were you an English this. major? I was an English okay. major. Okay. Uh, I barely speak English. Uh, so this this was a phrase that Zimmer had made up and that it repeated to him and then it attributed it to a made up person. And, you know, why does this happen? No one really, the researchers don't really understand this. Um, Google CEO um, told 60 Minutes that all models, including BARD, have this problem, but no one's been able to fully understand or solve it. There was another one I read uh, that I didn't put on the script here that uh, I guess a Harvard professor, you could use BARD to kind of get some information back about him, and it made up a whole story about uh, some legal troubles he had, I'm going to say nicely, that didn't exist. And so he's like, oh, well, this is no good. Like, why would you make this up and assign my name to it? So it, it does call it, it does hallucinate. Um, one of the things that folks think we shouldn't do is call it a hallucination because it further humanizes and makes AI a human deal. Um, I, th- you know, we include this topic this week because we thought it was a great reminder that AI is a really good tool, um, but it does need to be double checked and just can't be taken at face value. You can't just dump stuff in and copy and paste it out. You you have to really kind of what we do is trust but verify. Like we we're we use it, and then there's a lot of like, is this right? Where are the sources from? Let's double check this against what we know compared to others. Look at the last 10 years. Um, this is the next iteration of social media, right? People will, anything they read on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they take for gospel truth. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but you got to fact check that. What if it is some BS article with some man living in his basement just comes up with poof and, oh, well, I read this. And, yeah. you know, T- Tara's biggest thing is, and she's a doctor, a dentist, same thing, doctor. I, I always dentist go. I, doctor. Well, I always go back to hangover. <laughs> Stu, you're a dentist. <laughs> no, honey, you're a doctor. Brandon, but, edit that out, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm already. I'm already <laughs> enough. You know what? So, um, but she won't take anything for truth unless there are valid sources. Very few people operate that way. Yes. So if Bard 
or ChatGPT, whatever platform spits out information. It's like, oh yes, mm-hmm. Hans Jakobsen, Jacobson, and that ends up right term paper. Ends up term paper. like, who yeah. the hell is Hans? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, this person doesn't exist. Like it's, and I, and I, to your point, and just how you're using these, that I, you bring up a great point. Like sounding board, trust but verify. Good, trust but verify. Yeah. I think this like, is where. Um, Bing actually is a little ahead of the game, and we mentioned this a few episodes ago. Good things. You know, they will give you the sources for the information they're kicking back out to you from AI, which I think is a step in the right direction, and everyone should, they should all probably do that. I think it, the reason some don't is because it, it, it pulls away the curtain a little and makes it more kind of like, oh, okay, well, these are your sources or whatever. It's more like, oh, wow, look at this AI technology that just kind of told me this stuff when you don't have the sources because it's more like you're talking to a person. Yes. Um, but, you know, I think we all need to be good reporters in this way. And, you know, reporters check their sources and they verify those and triple verify those and editor looks at what they've done. Like there's, there's a process to it. And I think that that's either going to need to be there's going to be some guardrails baked into how we use AI or how AI presents itself. But, you know, there's going to be more trustworthy sources of AI than others. Yep. I think the trustworthy ones are going to be the ones that uh, are pretty clear about how they've generated this information. One thing, um, we had a staff meeting last Monday, two Mondays ago, and we set the expectation from a leadership team to the staff on how we really fully immerse ourselves in artificial intelligence and what is the expectation of your month now in the I, world of AI? I thought it was 20%, but is it 10 or is it I, I, That's all, You should, it's, it's 20, it's 10. <laughs> it's 10. Four hours of your month, right? One hour a week, we're not asking for much, but how are you using different, like it's important to fully embrace this. And I think a lot of agencies are not. And here's the thing, right? I look at this, I read this article, that's scary and weird and crazy. And like, it just shows us the- It's something to be aware it's of. It's something to be aware yeah. of. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I but I also think it's like, okay, we're aware of this, but how are we better using this to better our clients, better our work, get more ideas, take things in, learn things? Like there, there's there's still a lot of good to this. Yeah, smart people are going to use it in smart, smart ways. Smart people are going to, that's yeah. a great. And I think that's, that's <laughs> you should, and dumb people are going to use it in dumb ways. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I really like that. But no, it's, it's just important. Keep this, and yeah. we'll obviously keep talking about this. So this is, the more you hear us talk about AI, just know that we're, we're we also have uh, some, some trust verified going on here. So topic two. Topic two. This, this is a PSA. You got this one. Okay. I got this one. So, do we so topic, topic two. number two. Perfect. Nice. Elon Musk says that Twitter is in the process of purging inactive accounts and freeing up at handles. So they're freeing up handles. Yeah. There, there are handles to be had. So now is the time I think about this really also for your, your B2B brand has like your active Twitter handle or, you, or maybe use it or maybe not. Maybe it's inactive. And I think a lot of brands probably have a handle they, they claimed a long time ago. They're not using it and yes. it's probably falling under this, this purge it's about to have. Yes. Also personally, if you want to grab some fun at <laughs> handles, like that's, that's a great thing. But this is a time where, you know, it's like, okay, Hey, the, what you call the bluebird, which I still think is so funny. Oh, yeah. It's the Bluebird. It's the Bluebird. Um, if you haven't been to the Bluebird in a while, and we know that some of you are active and you just, you're looking at, uh, you know, whatever the latest and greatest tweet is, um, but think about it from a brand perspective, right? Not just you personally. It might be, I, it's a good idea to kind of visit it and take a look. And I mean, you want to protect your, your brand name if you have it, so you don't want to lose it and have some some jerk claim it. I, there's already some some kind of verification imposter problems on Twitter, but like the handle that you have that you probably got a long time ago and that you, you're not using yeah. or 
whether you use once in a while, it's probably a good idea in the next week or so to go on and just make a, hey, we're still here tweet, maybe two or three of those. If you just use Twitter to to read and you never post, and there's certainly a lot of people that do that, um, you may be prompted to create a new account next yeah. time you go to read. So like, it, it, you need to go on and, and take some ac- action or some active activity that will will let Twitter know that that handle's not dead. Do you think they give brands a heads up like, hey, you have 60 days to be active you, on You Twitter. are making the assumption that that is a well-oiled and organized machine at Twitter. And, uh, uh, you know, it is not. Asking <laughs> <laughs> I assure you it is not. Yeah, I know. but it, it's And that's exactly why we have these podcasts. It is important for you to check that out yourself because if you don't get that prompt and you, <laughs> you lose your brand handle, even if you're not active, that would suck. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things a long time ago. I had a friend that anytime a new platform would come on, he would go claim his name and he would tell me, hey, yeah. Rube, come get your yeah, I remember you told So me. thankfully, when Gmail rolled out, which is now we all use Gmail all the time, um, most of us, I have Steve Roop at Gmail and I don't have Steve Roop 12345 totally. XYZ at, at Gmail. So like I, I always thought of that, and so I have a lot of things. Twitter's one where I was able to claim handles I wanted early on, um, and you know, there's probably some out there that if they were they were still big and there was enough news, uh, MySpace. Yep. If they're like, yeah, we're cleaning up MySpace. MySpace will never. Zynga. Yeah. Does Timberlake still own MySpace? He bought it. Do you remember that, Justin Timberlake? I, I don't know. That's a great and question. they were trying to make it like a more of a music. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I need to check that out. Anyhow, they may have purged me. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> what should, should we have? We should we should get a tangent alert button in our in our EOS software program. Yeah, if you uh, get off track, you have to click the tangent button. It's fun to click. We'd have a lot of tangents. We, it would be out. nonstop. We could have Brandon could just drop them in on. <laughs> what I could do. Anyhow, go so, get your, yep. go, go make go, sure go take a look at your handle. You've uh, you've been active recently. You've done something on Twitter. If you want to keep your B two B brand yes. handle, um, that that's worth doing. Okay, so we're going to miss you guys next week. That's for sure. If you miss us, that's awesome. If you don't, we get it. <laughs> but Chelsea and Roop will be back at it uh, the week after next, and then we're at Memorial Day. What? Yeah, God summer's here. Please. Summer's here. So again, for those that are prayerful, we ask for prayers for a safe and healthy delivery for Mama Littlefield and Baby Littlefield. A name coming soon. Okay, and as we roll this out, we will we will roll it out. But uh, boy, what an exciting, what an exclusive for the podcast listeners, Sam. I should. <laughs> How much trouble do you want to be in? I don't want to be in trouble. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, kidding, boy. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Um, we will catch you next time. And Brenda, if you'd take it from here, appreciate it. And appreciate Brandon, it. thanks. Thank you, Brandon. We'll see you guys. Adios. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed our little chat and heard something to help grow your own marketing strategies. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.